the volume. Happy Monday. We can smell football season in the air and I'm all kinds of jacked up. It's July 26th. We're just rounding the bases, rounding the corner. Let's just enjoy the Olympics. A little bit of unbelievable back and forth MLB baseball. Big win for the pods yesterday. Getting Frazier. Gotta love it. Scherzer on the block. Big things happening there. Futures to fire on, but today's podcast is all about futures in the NFL with a side of Olympic basketball. I have some Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers specific talk to kick off the pod. I have a little Olympic men's basketball degenerate special for you. And I can't believe my eyes when I'm looking at that futures. But it's all in today, baby. Monday's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, rate, review if you're feeling given. If you're feeling Johnny Stockton with it, we appreciate it as always. Live streams will take a little bit of a break. Coming off a rough one. Got the Super Bowl right, the NBA Finals wrong. Don't call it a one-and-one on the big shows, baby. But hey, we do what we can. We try our best. Not everybody wins all the time. I got emotional. I got State Farm commercials in my blood I couldn't get it out of my way. I kept thinking Chris Paul's the best player on the court. He's not. It was Giannis. Ordering himself 50 freaking Chick-fil-A McNuggets after a W. It doesn't get more mic drop than that. But hey, speaking of State Farm, I'm going all in on a Rodgers talk right now. Aaron Rodgers making headlines over the weekend. Let's get into our lock of the day right now. Lock. Of the day. I can't believe it. Some books have taken it completely off the shelf. Some books have not. You can get right now on FanDuel to win the NFC North. The Green Bay Packers plus 150. I am shocked at what is happening across the rumorville in the Green Bay Packer land. The Packers, who were minus money to win the NFC North. Of course they were, before these rumors. Now, off the books at certain spots, but on FanDuel, it is on like Donkey Kong. Take a peek at this NFC North division winner. Vikings, plus 155. Packers, plus 150. Bears plus 270 and not even worth mentioning, but we have to. Lions plus 2100. All right. Aaron Rodgers. Apparently is retiring. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the biggest Hollywood pump fake storyline. We're talking a double move. Draw the safety in. I'm going to get hitched with Shailene Woodley. I'm going to go to Hawaii, grow a beard, play some freaking exhibition golf with Tommy Tampa, get a bunch of ish talked in my ear, catch a W with the Shambo, and then sail off into the sunset after he wins the MVP, doesn't get the cover of Madden, 
and then is just going to call it? No. This is not how it works. This is not Calvin Johnson leaving the Lions round two. A star still with some to the left is the example. It ain't happening. I'm not buying it. It's poker. It is absolutely a Danny Ocean. Ocean's 11. He's bluffing Terry Benedict. He's bluffing. And I'm taking Benedict for all he's worth at the sports book in Vegas. Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you right now, on July 26th, will be in a Green Bay uniform. And he will be a whole new kind of pissed off. We saw it last year with Jordan Love. Look, if I'm the Packers and we're staring down the barrel of whether this man hangs it up Jordan style, goes to play some golf instead of baseball, comes back in a new uniform, but with a different team, I'd say to myself this. Let go of your backup quarterback. Who's Jordan Love in comparison to Aaron Rodgers right now? If Tom Brady, Tom Brady is doing what he's doing at 43 years old and Aaron Rodgers is 37, how can you sit there coming off an MVP season and not make this man happy? This team last year, let's break it down, 13-3, and won the NFC, hosted the NFC Championship, 7-1 and at home, Top five in yards offensively. Number one in points per game offensively. 31.8. A thank you. They ran the ball for 132 rush yards per game. Aaron Jones, Pro Bowl year. Ninth in defensive yards. This is a team that can compete for a championship and will compete for a championship because I don't see any reason why it won't be Bucks, Packers again in the NFC pending an NFC West rabbit out of a hat. Let's go down the list because I'm so fired up. Do we get these odds on a Monday? I mean, put three units on it. Forget about one unit. 1% of your bankroll. Go three. They're still the slight favorite at plus 150, but the Vikings at plus 155. Ask yourself this. Vikings were third in the division last year. Seven and nine. Three and five at home. The Bears. I'm a huge fan of Justin Fields. I think he's going to be successful in this league. But it's going to be the Red Rocket show. As Uncle Colin would say, the beige water pistol. For the first month of the season. It's just going to be that way. They're going to go 2-2. Two and two. They're going to start 3-3. Three and three. Maybe they come out the gate 4-2. and two. But they will not. Leapfrog the Packers this season. And the Lions, Jared Goff. I mean, I like the over-under on 4.5 or 5 wins, depending where you shop. But I don't think they're going to win the division for one stinking second. It ain't going to happen. It's the Vikings with the Bears as a long shot and the Packers division to lose. And if Aaron Rodgers suits up and training camp starts this week, there is absolutely no reason why we do not fire on plus 150. Plus money for the number one seed in the NFC? Are we choking? I mean, honestly, you look around the league. The Chiefs are minus 280 to win their division. The Bucks are minus 195. The Bills, minus money. All the teams that were in the championship games, you are not getting plus money on. 
This is Rumor Mill City. Aaron Rodgers is dating a Hollywood starlet. Aaron Rodgers is acting like a Hollywood actor right now. And it's about negotiation and it's about respect. And he is to get on our Colin Coward here. An attractive girl operating in a high-maintenance fashion. He is the attractive girl, the hot girl, that is giving you the difficult deeds. Who is slinging all of her most difficult stuff at you. Getting on her wedding crashers. Am I interested? I'm not that interested. I play like I'm interested, but I'm not that interested. But I'm not, all of a sudden, she's starting to get interested. Think about it like this. You're the Packers. You have the MVP. You're sitting yourself saying, wow, he really might retire. We're not trading him. We are not trading the MVP of the NFL and giving him what he wants. It's not the NBA. This is not James Harden showing up festively plump on his Globo gym to the Rockets training camp and faking a mail-it-in. Aaron Rodgers couldn't mail it in if he tried. He may have he may have wide receiver diva in him. He's got Doc. He's got a chip. The man could not not try. The man has to ball out when he laces them up. And on that note, I think I'm buying the pump fake. I'm going all in. Everyone's going to be talking about it for the whole week. I'm buying nothing. This man's got a 7-2 offsuit at the poker table. Ain't no way. This man at 37, after all the ish Tommy Tampa talked, seven rings. He's not going into the sunset. He's 37. He's got many years left with today's technology. Little Ricky Bobby with today's technology. I can live to 150, 175 years old, whatever you want to call it. Aaron Rodgers will be in a Packers uniform and the Packers will skate through the NFC North again. Plus 150, lock of the day, Green Bay Packers, your NFC North divisional winner. Let's keep it swing moving. All right, shifting gears. Over to Tokyo, Japan. Degenerate special. I'm taking Japan and the points plus 18.5 in basketball, Olympic basketball. This morning, you better listen to this early or you'll miss it. Japan plus 18.5 to kick off our Monday morning to cover against Spain, parlayed with Nigeria on the money line, over Germany, pays us almost 2-1, to one, plus 178, pending win, you fire. Let's get into it. Spain, favored to win their group, sitting there at top three to win Olympic gold. But say to yourself this, they only have Ricky Rubio, Hernan Gomez, and Marcus Saul, who's halfway to retirement the way he played this year in a Lakers uniform. Japan is led by Hachimura out of Gonzaga by way of the Wizards. 
This man is playing, I feel, outside of Luka, I don't know a single player that means more to his country this particular Olympics than Hachimura for Japan, who, oh, by the way, is making their Olympic debut here for the first time since 1976. And yes, I know they are the lowest ranked team in the field. Spain, in their sixth straight Olympics, they've had a medal in their last three trips. Spain, Rubio, Gasol, Hernan Gomez, all of them play tremendous basketball when they play for their country. But 18 and a half points? I bit on France getting 11 and a half against USA last week. Jokes on me. Push me over. A chasing, disgusting points L. But you got to say to yourself this. Yes, it was an exhibition. But Japan, just a cup of coffee ago, beat France. And it's not just Hachimura for Japan. They have another NBA player, the Toronto Raptors, Watanabe, the man who was dunked on by Anthony Edwards. Of course, we remember that highlight. But you think about them too, production-wise. Going against France the other day, 19 points for Hachimura on 7-15 shooting. And Watanabe, who went to George Washington, 18 points on 6-13 shooting. Between those two lads, I don't see how we're not covering 18 and a half today. I don't see how Spain runs over Japan. Home court, by the way. Japan always plays with a lot of pride. They always, always, when it comes to their country, put on. Think about soccer. Think about overall Olympics. Think about how the Japanese culture is. It's pride. It's work ethic. And it's wearing your country's colors. And wearing them with dignity. And you could say to yourself, oh, Japan's in the Olympics for the first time since Mick Jagger was hip thrust Wayne's World swinging in the 70s? Or you could say to yourself, look at every team outside of the United States. Hachimura and Watanabe outside of France. And yes, Ricky Rubio plays out of his mind for Spain. And Gasol always plays above his pay grade. I think Japan could shock a lot of people and cover this 18 and a half. And they are the first leg in my parlay. And the second leg, give me Nigeria all day long over Germany. Speaking of NBA players, it's 3-1. to one. We got Josh Okoge. We got Jordan Wara. Of the championship bucks, and we have Jalil Okafor. Let's not forget, Coach K product, Duke, plays for the Pistons. Going against Mo Wagner in Germany. And that is a six-point spread, pending when you fire. Huge favorites on the money line, and I've watched Nigeria. They beat the United States just a couple weeks ago, speaking of upsets in Exhibition Olympic basketball play. Jordan, Josh, and Jalil are going to absolutely take down Germany. Germany, just to give you an idea, had a nice little lead against Italy in the first go, in the first leg of their group a couple days ago. 
They got ran out of the gym in quarters two, three, and four. I'm not nervous about Germany whatsoever. They are not a top five team in this tournament in terms of futures. Nigeria, on the other hand, just beat our country. We can't cap it much more in-depthly. It's freaking Olympic basketball. But there's something in the air over there to where I think teams are upsetting here and there and teams are underperforming to some degree. But on that note, we're getting plus 178? Japan to cover 18.5 points? Home, soil, pride on the line? When's the last time they've had two NBA players that are very, very solid? Hachimura is a serious, serious role player in this NBA league. Watch this man go berserk next year if Beal and or Westbrook aren't in a Wizards uniform. Certified double-double player. Certified wing player. And Watanabe can knock down the three. Yes, I know he got his NBA car revoked for one quick second. When Anthony Edwards leaped over his face, he really has put up pretty good numbers for the Raptors in his young career. And then you look at Nigeria. I mean, look, dude. Jordan dropped 34 on the Bulls this year. Okafor plays a lot better in international ball if you look at the numbers than he has recently in the NBA. For some odd reason, some players step up when it's for their country. I like these odds. I like these numbers. Hey, doesn't hit, it doesn't hit, baby. We're talking about international basketball. But I'm firing, and I'm enjoying Japan covering against Spain. Pride on the line. Nigeria, take it down Germany. Almost 2-1. to one. Degenerate special. Let's keep it moving. And we end with a prop shot. I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down. This is not a long segment. This is all in. I am all all in, and I may be ridiculous. I may be ridiculous for doing this. I am taking the United States of America to win the gold medal minus 240. I said it a week ago, minus 375. I'm doing it again. USA for rush off of France loss. And I got to be honest, that was a fluke loss. It really was, first of all, a ridiculous run down the stretch. France outscored the United States. They closed on a 16-2 run. 48 drops, 28 on 11 of 22 shooting. Celtics fans are going berserk. This is the first USA Olympic loss since 2004, people. 2004. And they only lost 83-76. And yes, I know it's embarrassing that Fournier, that Batum, and Gobert beat a Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard, now champion Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker team. Understand Popovich mismanaging his assets in group play out of the gate, game one. Drew Holiday fresh off a jet lag, 18.7 boards, three assists. But Kevin Durant did not have a good game. Damian Lillard passed on a wide-open three in a way that never should have happened. I don't know what was going on. Fournier played out of his mind. 
But understand, it took a 16-2 run. That's an anomaly for this France team to have beat the United States. Say it out loud. USA versus the field. Australia, plus 700. Okay? Is Matisse, Joe Jingle Ingles, Della Vadova, and the rest of the Aussies going to really take us down? I mean, look, I love Australians. I got some friends of the podcast. Shout out to homie Josh. Who support from afar. The land down under. They do life better than we do. I'll be the first to say it. But are they going to really beat us? Joe Ingles is nice. Aaron Baines is nice. There's no way Kevin Durant doesn't get on his veteran this. Popovich, one of the best at making adjustments. We have three new players that have yet to have practice even in Holiday, Malcolm in the Middleton, and Kendall Jenner's boyfriend. And if you're saying to yourself, you think Spain at plus 1,000, France at plus 1,100, or Luca and his boys, plus 1,700, outside of Australia, have a shot at beating the United States? No freaking way. The United States is winning gold. Sometimes there's such a thing as a good loss. And that was almost a win. Yeah, I got suckered into taking the points. Guess where I'm going the other route? I'm taking the points in the middle of the show. I'm taking Japan with the 18 and a half. I will not be intimidated, just like our country, the United States, minus 240 to win the gold medal, 240 down to win 100. Consider it done. United States will win gold, and they will not lose another game. They will not lose another game on their road to gold. It's not going to happen. Holiday and Middleton didn't just get a ship, go on a parade, and have that Milwaukee Bucks driver go fast and the furious Nick Cage with it to hurry up and get through the parade so they could hop on a freaking cross-the-globe flight to come catch a silver medal. We're winning gold, and we're taking those odds, and that's it for me. Thank you for tuning in. Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco, if I dare tell you. If I please ask for a subscribe, rate, and review, I'll love you forever. Let me know if you do. I'll shout you out in the DMs. Everybody, enjoy your Monday. Enjoy these Olympic games because it's only a cup of coffee before we start watching preseason football. And we will absolutely be firing on more football to come in the coming weeks. We also have not just a special guest this week. We have a man that should be in the Hall of Fame. We'll tease there for a special edition interview in the gambling sphere, doing his thing. Can't wait for that coming up this week. Thank you for tuning in. All picks on Action Network, of course. Moneyline Monaco, Alex Monaco on all social media. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Again, check out all things volume sports. Colin, Tlaib, Renee, Chris Mannix, Jenkins and Jones, the boys, everybody doing big things on the network. We appreciate you. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. Don't forget to hug your mothers. That's it for me. See you on Wednesday.